So, uh, in the break, Rick, who is who is the founder of this center, came to us and he was giving us a a, a paper with a, a text somebody wrote about you know about how swinging on a trapeze from one trapeze bar to the other, you know, there's that that space between where you just have to completely let go in order to be able to grab the next bar and that can bring up a lot of um, uncertainty and a lot of fear and all kinds of very challenging feelings but if we don't let go then we don't have the ability you know, to grasp at the next bar at the next kind of landing spot where we're going to be for some time and then Again, we have to let go, and that's just like how it works. And also in nature, a very good example of a, a caterpillar, which you know goes into a chrysalis at one point and then becomes you know, like a liquid mesh, and out of that liquid, uh, um, a completely new being, a butterfly emerges, which has you know looks like so completely different than from than a caterpillar looks. So there's always this in-between phase, this in-between state where there's a lot of uncertainty and not knowing, but at the same time, it's it's there's a great potential there. And uh, if we, you know, can ground ourselves enough in the practice, so we can make a container for that uncertainty, for this state of liquidity, you know, to not spill out all over the shop but to just stay stay together well enough so that, that we can that that we can uh, you know support the transformation to take its natural course then you know that's a really good thing because we don't spill out you know the potential but just holding it together in a, in a way which is open and you know allowing the uncertain and the that we which we don't know to kind of take its natural course to not you know interrupt it and at the same time you know not getting completely kind of lost in it so that's like an art and and in the Buddha's teaching we you know we have different lists of of qualities which the Buddha has uh, suggested us to reflect upon, so we can like fine tune our, you know, our mind. So, in order to support this very transformation, you know, in every moment when we let go, but also like in really big life transitions, and everything in between. It's in, in principle, it's always the same thing. It's it's this willingness, you know, to part from the past and this willingness to open up to the future which hasn't come yet and where that happens it's in the present moment when we are fully with our experience not projecting the past onto the future but just being with what is right now and allowing you know the next step to reveal itself and there's this list of the five indriya or the five spiritual faculties which we have in the teaching is one of the very early lists which we can use for reflection to look back into our own mind, into our own practice, to see, you know, are those faculties 
balanced within our own mind or are they not? Because in, in the seed potential, you know, every being has, has these faculties already as a seed potential in their minds when they are born. And then through practice, we can develop them further, strengthen them, make them more and more like unshakable. And those faculties, you know, they serve us in, in a normal daily life. We need them for any task, really. We need an amount of these faculties to be available. But especially, you know, in the spiritual practice, we make them stronger and we make them more, you know, we, we, we make them more um, refined and more sensitized them more so that we can be deeper in touch with the way things are. We have more capacity to to see what's going on, you know, to look through concepts because usually we tend to experience the world in concepts and the practice is is not teaching us to you know to let go of concepts but be in direct contact with our experience and through that we learn. We learn about the way things are rather than, you know, thinking about it. We, di we directly experience it. And, you know, all schools of Buddhism have that same aim, you know, in, in, in the framework of the teachings which they offer us. They all want to encourage the mind you know, to be open and to be fully with what is rather than being caught in the past, being caught in concepts. Because we, we, we think in words, in those languages in you know, which we have been brought up, we think in words, and, and then if we think in words, there's like a tendency to assume that what we are describing with words is, is a thing, you know, which, which is unchanging. But in reality, you know, there's no single unchanging thing. It's all rather verbs if you really want to, you know, bring forth some of that transition uh, quality all our experiences to have. And those five indrias, those five faculties, they are the first one, the central one is mindfulness. And then there is concentration and energy on one side. And on the other side, wisdom and faith. So that those five faculties are it's like a bird, you know, which which sets out in a certain direction and then gradually approaches that aim. And you could say like the mindfulness is is the vision of the bird and those two pairs of qualities they're the wings. And they have to be balanced because if they are not balanced we are not getting anywhere. We are just kind of going in circles. And mindfulness, you know, is the balancing factor. We can never have too much mindfulness. Mindfulness is, is just like the most important ingredient. And then the, the one pair is like energy and concentration. If, if there's too much concentration, the practice can be quite, you know, can become stagnant. And if there's too much energy, practice can very mind can become very restless so it needs to be balanced and on the other hand we have wisdom and um, faith if there is you know not enough faith it's very difficult to really act on wisdom 
we might, you know, we might understand the teachings to a certain extent, but if we don't have enough faith to really act on what we know to be true, then you know, our practice will always be quite sterile and theoretical. And if we have too much faith, you know, then we are gullible, maybe too easily gullible. We, we're going to you know, follow in a way which doesn't really lead to a deepening of wisdom, but it's rather just like wanting to have you know, some kind of pleasant abiding and wanting to have some somebody to follow maybe, you know, not wanting to really take the trouble to to go deeper into our own experience and go through through different uh, phases of uh, you know, where we where we just don't know and we have to suspend conclusions and it can become, you know, it's just like maybe too, too much uncertainty, so we rather want to just believe something and follow somebody because we don't have that uh, stamina, you know, to find out for ourselves. So those five qualities, they are very, you know, important on the, on the path and, you know, whenever we, we, have, you know, we find ourselves in, in a place where we're not quite sure, you know, how to go forward with the practice, then we can just reflect on those, on those five indriya, these you know, qualities of the mind which are, which are already always present. We just need to pay attention to them, and through paying attention to them, you know, we we strengthen them, and we you know can. Uh, Depending on, on what's needed, you know, we, we, there's different ways of, uh, of responding to an imbalance in our, in our system. And then in this way, you know, we have, we have the strength which is needed to meet phases, you know, of great uncertainty. Because this is just, you know, part and parcel of the practice, this... Uh, you know, stepping forward into a new into a new place, you know, where you haven't been before. And it can only be done if we let go of the, the known. And, and this is exactly why we're doing, you know, day longs like this, or we go on retreats, or we, we go to uh, meditation groups, we have a circle of uh, spiritual friends. This is all in order to support us to be able to do that, this, because it's difficult. And the Buddha has said, you know, many, many, many hundred years ago that uh, spiritual friends are the most important you know, ingredients for the, for the spiritual life, you know, so that we have the support to exactly do that, you know, this letting go and stepping into not knowing and, you know, this fear of uh, consciously not knowing, which we all share, and to take that fear and use it actually as a, as a food for to apply the teachings. It's not something you know which needs to take us away from practicing, but it can be just the very you know ground for our practice. This um, uncertainty, because it's always with us if we pay attention to it. 
because we do not know what's happening the next moment. Ultimately, we, we because we cannot know it, and you know, and, and to just uh, familiarize ourselves with the truth, and at the same time reflecting back onto times, you know, when we have been, you know, in a in a phase of transformation, and we didn't know, and there was a lot of um, challenging emotions, and now when we look back, you know, of course we have survived it; otherwise, we wouldn't be here, and. And just, you know, making that uh, a food for, for practice rather than something, you know, which takes us into distraction. Just knowing that it, there is no other way that we can, you know, grow in, uh, in truth than by letting go of that which keeps us, you know, keeps us away from it. And, you know, even if we are learning just a very simple skill, you know, like maybe driving a car or using a computer or something like that, we need to have, you know, those qualities. We need to have mindfulness. We need to have uh, energy. We need to have concentration. We need to have, you know, a certain understanding, which we can call wisdom, and we need to have a certain faith, you know, that the people who teach us and the books we, who te which teach us, and that we also, that we have that capacity. So they are not, you know, they are not unworldly um, qualities. And then, you know, in the, in the spiritual life, it's, it's just the same qualities, but the themes, you know, which we are stepping into are just much more uh, challenging for us. And, uh, you know, we don't really have to go and, and look for any challenges. We are confronted every moment with, with something new if we, you know, pay attention. And I brought a quote from the Buddha. They said to be the last words of the Buddha, which he said, you know, when he was um, passing away, he said what he left, you know, his disciples with, the advice he left them with was strive on with diligence. You know, so meaning that, you know, whatever we feel to be obstacles in our practice, they can be, you know, the very causes for us to, to establish wisdom and to establish energy, establish mindfulness, concentration, and faith. Just in, whenever we meet an obstacle, a so-called obstacle, you know, this can, we can also take that as a wake-up call to just hone those five indriya by meeting those so-called obstacles, you know, and learning from them. And there's no need, you know, to, to look for any, because they're always coming to us any moment. Some are very small, and some can be very big. But the principle, you know, how we are meeting them is, is always the same. And that's why, you know, where we do the formal practice, you know, where we have like a bit of a 
controlled environment, like on a day long, you know, where we can hone those qualities. And then we have to go out and meet big ones. But the principle is always the same. It's just like fully turning towards and meeting and then, you know, allowing a response to arise from this full meeting of the experience. You know, we don't have to kind of think it all out with our limited conceptual thinking mind, but just, you know, stepping into the space and, and opening to it. That's what we need to train ourselves in, and that's what the meditation is, is, you know, the, the technology for, to train ourselves in that way. So mindfulness as the balancing factor, we can never have too much of it. And then wisdom and faith on one hand, and on the other hand, energy and concentration. So those five qualities, you know, they are enough for walking the path. And over time, you know, they, they, they become strengthened ever more. And then once they are unshakable, then they are called the five powers or the five bala. So first they're the five indriya and then they become the five powers, you know, through training ourselves in, in paying attention. And then you know, from time to time, if you feel like, you know, you're not knowing where you are with your practice. You can just reflect on those, on those five indriya and see, you know, how, how are you? How is your mindfulness going at the moment? You know, are you mindful or are you distracted a lot? And then the wisdom. Wisdom is not a body of knowledge, you know, which you can learn from a book. But wisdom is more like a, an, an active quality which means, you know, just fully meeting experience as it is, not projecting the past onto it. That's what wisdom is, remembering that. Remembering to just fully be here. And faith is, is the quality, you know, to be able to respond fully to what we know what wisdom is, to fully respond to it, to really let go into the experience. That's faith, you know, that the letting go that this is the right way and I can do this. And energy is kind of quite self-evident. It's not like necessarily a heroic energy where we have to conquer the world, but it's more like not collapsing, you know, just keep going. And it's not necessarily like a forceful energy, but... It, a gentleness and a courage to just be fully here and uh, concentration or collectedness of mind is, is just, you know, honing onto the experience and, and just going into the depths. So th those five uh, aptitudes of the mind, they are, we can train them. And, you know, when, when we train them, then whenever, 
you know, that those are needed, they're there for us. And there are, you know, skills which we not only need for spiritual practice, but for any, any other uh, work, you know, we do in, in daily life. Those qualities are needed. So it's Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.